And as uh, as Bear fans are looking forward to to next year, maybe a great draft pick, maybe you know a team that feels like maybe it's kind of where it was last year at this time. A little bit of promise, a little bit of hope, but kind of still in the same spot. A lot of them are just reminiscing on really what was the the greatest tailgate. You know, you always say, and Dave Hammond is in studio with us as well, so you may not win the game, but you can always win the tailgate. Jim Bob Morris is with us. Hey, Jim Bob. Hello, Dane. How are you, partner? What a great day that was yesterday, enjoying that tailgate you're talking about. I mean, talking about a, a great festive environment with with both fan bases there and having a lot of fun and enjoying themselves and having a quite a bit of El Bandito Yankee. It was a really fun day. Yeah, and it seemed like everyone was really getting along. You know, the friendly rivalry, but a lot of camaraderie, a lot of support just as as fans and a lot of hope for the future. You know, unfortunately, yeah, for the Bears fans, you know, it is one of those things where, you know, you get that draft pick. I feel like the team was going in the right direction, but at the end of the year, they're kind of where they were last year. And you look at the comparisons between the teams, you look at the Packers, a team that was less experienced, one of the youngest teams, a quarterback you know, much less proven than even Justin Fields. And, you know, they're going to be on to the playoffs. Yeah. You know, there was quite a few takeaways on the game. I didn't think the score was indicative of, of the real game. I thought that, that the Packers, you know, they were like, what, 7-10 to 10 on, on third down conversions. And I, they sacked Justin Fields five times. And I think Love had one sack. He, you know, I, I think what I took away from the game is that Jordy Love played under control. And he was well poised throughout the game his fumble was unfortunate that was one of the things that i you know i don't think is as reflective indicative of the score but you know the bears failing to get a touchdown in the game and that's that's you know the second time this season that the the bears couldn't muster a touchdown and you just can't win these games at the end of the year without you know scoring a touchdown i mean you gotta you gotta score and so uh i thought the bears defense did a pretty good job you know, on, on a couple of plays, but Jordan love found ways to connect. I mean, my God, he was, you know, he threw for over 300 yards. I mean, you know, the game was still in question. I mean, even though the score, I mean, the, you know, if the bears do score and I love DJ Moore, I think he's fantastic, but when he's such a dynamic player, you know, I was worried there at the end for the Packers. I mean, they scored too much. I mean, the game was still reachable for the Bears. Yes. I mean, it was close the entire time. I mean, there were so many opportunities that the, I think that both teams had to either do more, score more, be a part of it. I mean, it was in question up until the end. But you don't want to take that much away from, from Jordan Love. I mean, I'm surprised. Every time they bring these statistics up, I'm shocked. Whether it's the statistic that, you know, the year that he had would have been the greatest year in Bears quarterback history. That, right? Or... The fact now they're saying that, you know, the end of the stats is that Jordan loves it's the third best quarterback year for a rookie quarterback ever in the NFL. Well, he passed the 4,000 yard mark as a rookie. I mean, um, and I, as I said, I mean, he played with a lot of, a lot of poise. I thought uh, the last four games, you know, other than the debacle they had up in, in New York, I thought, I thought love played, you know, pretty good, uh, you know, and he's showing, like I said, the, the chagrin of, of the Bears fan is, oh, no, do we have another, you know, what do we got brewing here? Hopefully not another Hall of Fame quarterback. I mean, oh. By the way, I'm going to 
I was, uh, my friend of mine was talking when we were talking uh, at the game yesterday, and they go, you know, you should trademark the saying. Let me tell you something, Dane. <laughs> <laughs> well, but there's, a, there's a lot to say. And before we get on to the national championship game that is happening as we speak, and I know a lot of people, certainly a lot of uh, Michigan fans, Michigan's alums are right here in the Chicagoland area. So we'll talk about that in a second. But you think about this, and, you know, and it has happened where wild card teams have come in and found their way to the Super Bowl. And you look at with Aaron Jones, the way that he is running, you look at just the way that they have, even through injuries, been able to discover a lot of great young talent on the receiver side. I think the Packers are a dangerous team. I mean, the, that would be the, the team you didn't want to play was maybe the Cowboys at home, but who knows? Well, and it depends on who gets healthy. You know, I mean, the, here we are at the part of the season where injuries matter a ton. And so who's going to be healthy? Who's going to come back? You know, is Watson going to be available? That soft tissue injuries are always a bummer. You know, trying to recover from whether it's an ankle sprain or, or a hamstring, those are just lingering, you know, injury issues. But we'll see who comes back. I mean, the Cowboys look really dynamic at home. They look fast. They look tough. I mean, they beat up the Philadelphia Eagles at, at home. I mean, I was, I got to tell you, just beat them up. And so, I, I don't know. They could be a team that gets into the playoffs. I think that, you know, there's a couple dangerous teams out there. I think the, the Buffalo Bills are dangerous. I think the Cleveland Browns are, are people could overlook them. And, and the Packers may be one of those teams that could be overlooked as well. When it comes to the national championship, it is happening right now. It is Michigan. It is Washington. You are watching it. I'm not watching it. We're in the studio here. How does it look? Uh, Michigan looks good, very dominant. You know, Washington, they're gunslingers. You know, they, they, they got the score at the end of the half. They're going to be aggressive. They, you know, they get the ball coming out here, you know, in the, in the second half, and we'll see what they do. I mean, that's a dynamic offense against a, a really good Michigan team. Uh, you know, it's, it's going to be a great game, I think. I think that Washington, you know, they missed a couple of throws to make the game a little tighter. I think that'll get tightened up in the second half. And I think it's going to be an amazing second half. And, uh, I mean, Washington's been disrespected all year. I mean, you know, they had a game where they were eight and a half or nine point underdogs to Oregon, a team that they beat previously. And I'm like, well, that's like a gift. And so uh, we'll see what happens, buddy. It's going to be a great game. I'm, I'm looking forward to the second half and how things go. And uh, I'm looking forward to uh, – seeing how what happens in the playoffs here you know I'm, I'm, I'm excited about the the Packers you know that four months of, of football here and, and you get rewarded hey you're going to the playoffs yeah yeah it's going to be exciting a lot of ways for people to celebrate I mentioned Dave Hammond when we first introed you and so Dave Hammond is you know acclaimed author and writer and personality on the media side here and Jim Bob he has been with us to El Viejito to the El Bandito Yankee distiller he was one of those first guys to uh be able to to taste the Anejo, and he got a chance to interview Karina Rojo. So when that launches in the near future, in the next month or so, Dave uh, will have something to say. Yeah, no, I, I was very impressed. It was interesting to see a, a female distiller who committed, knows what she's doing, cool product. Yeah, it's one of the stories that when I tell the story, I go, listen, we're a lot of years away before we get a woman head coach in the NFL, okay? <laughs> I mean, that getting that becoming a master distiller in Mexico, I look mm-hmm. into this, the same type of, of situation. I mean, it's a very, you know, it's a it's a men dominated industry and it's pretty yeah. macho. And 
her becoming that. That's a great story. And, and we, you know, it we is. try to broadcast that as much as we can. I think it's a great story. It takes a lot of courage for her, too, to take that position and fearlessly go yeah, forth absolutely. and make great tequila. <laughs> Yeah, and so, you know, when we were traveling around Mexico looking for that right distiller for us that was a fit for us, and you know what I'm talking about. You know, you're traveling through the highlands there, and and it's quaint. It's very quaint, and it's rustic, and you come down that first part of that cobblestone uh, road there. It it just felt right, you know, going to El Vieto uh, for me, when and then meeting with um, uh, Juan Eduardo and then Karina, it was just a really good feeling, and, and boy, we produced, as you know, I mean, that Anejo is going to be world-class Anejo, and uh, got a you know 96 rating coming out of the, the first six from some of the, the big-time people, oh, so I right? appreciate uh, you, you seconding it. Yep. Yeah, David got a chance to try it. We did, too. We're excited about it. We know that people are going to really enjoy that, and there's a great story to tell with all of it. And so, Jim Bob, we'll let you get back to it, and I know for the Jim Bob Show here on WGN, we are going to have a big playoff preview that's going to be coming up so people should look forward to that this weekend yeah and we'll go back to our you know like i said we ended up pretty strong uh, in regards to the picks but you know 30 what was it 36 and three and one so i just take wishing i'd take my own advice and i would be in the Caribbean right now <laughs> if you could pass some yeah, of that advice along to our friend whitey pass that advice along <laughs> well, we'll let everybody know we're talking about our buddy Whitey, and a shout out to everybody. And hey, thank you guys. Appreciate the conversation tonight. And and uh, let's go watch the rest of this national championship. And uh, I'll give you a call back later. I'll talk to you. All right, thanks, Jim. Jim. Uh, we're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to go deep into the indigenous delicacies of Chicago, made in Chicago. The author, of course, you've been hearing him all night, David Hammond. So we'll be back with that. It's Dane here on seven twenty WGN.